but my mind is always changing but it's always in coffee there's just so many different jobs and i think that's just so interesting like and they all have a lot of value uh, in the industry and i really like it because you're just around surrounded by people all the time here at dirty linen we absolutely love celebrating young talent in the hospitality industry one of our favorite next generation guests is liam scotchmere who was on the show earlier in 2023 but we are getting him back on today because it is exactly a year since he made his first proper coffee. Liam Scotchmere, Sydney barista, welcome back to Dirty Linen. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> Thank you for having me again. <laughs> so good to have you on the show. We love following your career. Uh, tell us uh, a bit about yourself, where you work and what you do there. Uh, well, I work at Singolo um, and I was on this podcast like a bit under a year ago um and like as i listened to that one i just like i realized how much i didn't know at that time and so year onwards just after working with singolo and making new relationships with other people in the coffee industry just managed to like learn so much so yeah that's kind of what i've been doing pretty much every day so great well, what are some of the things that you've learned things that you you know now that you perhaps didn't even know that you didn't know back then um, I think the biggest one was the people just behind coffee. Everyone just thinks coffee is like you get a flat white and a cappuccino, but it's just the most interesting part is just all of the different coffee origins and the people who work in those origins. Obviously, I haven't been uh, yet, um, but I've just been able to make relationships with green coffee buyers, importers, commodity traders, um, people who are sales reps for green coffee companies. So it's just really cool seeing like all the people behind um, behind coffee. Um, so yeah. And I know that you've also started doing competitions, which is crazy. Because are you are you seventeen now? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm seventeen. <laughs> so tell me about. I mean, you're pushing yourself. It's not that you're just sort of sitting back. Tell us. Tell me about. You know the what you see. Um, yeah, what you want to do when it comes to competitions. Um, well, I feel like when, when there's something I really enjoy, I have quite an obsessive personality, I think. And I just really, I just try to perfect that one thing. I don't like to do multiple things, just one thing and try to perfect it. And I feel like coffee is one of them. So I'm definitely no, nowhere near perfecting it, but I'm, I'm really trying to. Um, but competitions just feels like sort of like checkpoints, like each competition. If I win a competition or I lose a competition, so it's a checkpoint and I just know maybe I need to keep learning or like what to improve. Um, and so, um, yeah, so I've done a few competitions. Um, some of them have gone well, not not some, not all of them. Um, we had one at Singolo one time with all of the star. And so it was just an internal competition and we were given a coffee to dial in uh, over two weeks. Uh, and on the day we had to bring that recipe uh, to the competition um, and it was just you brew an AeroPress against someone else and the best cup on the table wins um, and so I somehow managed to win that one um, so that was really really motivating um, yeah 
Um, that's yeah, it's amazing that you managed to win something. Um, I mean, not that I'm surprised in your talent, but just at such a young age and so early in your career. So, I mean, what does it mean to dial in? Like, why would it take you two weeks to perfect the way that you make a certain coffee? Well, dialing in is um, it's choosing the dose, the yield, the grind size, the temperature. They all affect coffee in a different way. Uh, it's quite it's quite difficult to do. You have to just really like taste things. Like if it's tasting bitter and over extracted, you want to use, for example, a lower water temperature or maybe go coarser with the grind. But that also changes a billion other variables. Like uh, the strength of the beverage goes down, for example. So it's just really like just trying to balance everything and it just takes a long time. Um, but I also have gotten into changing variables in water with the help of my friend Simon Gothran. And so with him, we've uh, he's taught me um, different minerals that are already in water, but we make concentrates of each mineral and then we can choose how much of each mineral we want in the water. Um, so, for example, calcium chloride, it makes coffee, the body, very thick. And the reason is because calcium's in milk and yogurt. And the reason they're so heavy is because of the calcium. So, if you add it to coffee, it just makes it thick. I have no idea why, but we just go off taste and it's really interesting. Wow, that's so fascinating. I mean, you've obviously learned a lot already, but what do you... Well, what have what have you learned about the world of coffee and the depth and the you know does it feel like it's endless in where you could take this? Definitely feels like it's endless. And something I realized is I really enjoy the business behind it as well. Um, and so I've really gotten recently uh, into business, uh, especially through school, um, reading like annual reports and things about companies. I think it's really interesting how you price like coffee um, because obviously you need to make um, money from it to sustain a business. I think that's really interesting. Um, and so I really want to combine my coffee, like my passion for coffee with um, my passion for business. Um, and I'm hoping that would take me really far. And so, yeah. How are uh, you balancing studies and work at the moment? Uh, so I go to, so I do it through taste. And so I do school three days a week. Uh, it's all online, so it means like right now I'm sitting at the library. I just it just means I have to go to the library uh, and study. No one's I don't have teachers telling me to do the work. It's very like just have to be very disciplined. So I start school at nine, finish at three twenty. I have recess and lunch, and I just have it all very like scheduled. Um, and then I do single four days a week, so it means I can finish my education and then go to university while still building a relationship with Singolo because one day I'd really ha like to have a management position in Singolo because I just really, really enjoy it there. So I've kind of got the best of both worlds at the moment, so it's really lucky. Wow, exceptional. I mean, I've just had a child finish VCE and <laughs> there's just no way she would have been disciplined to do it without the structure of the school around her. So I am, yeah, endlessly impressed with what you are managing to achieve, Liam. Uh, tell me about the people at Single O and, you know, what's the environment like? Are there any key people there that uh, support you in all your endeavours? I think um, there was this really, I think it was last week, 
I was having some issue with my business homework. So I just messaged Mike, the general manager of Singler, just like if he could help me with my homework. And then he said we could call at eight o'clock. I think it was on like a Friday night or something. And so we just ended up calling at eight o'clock at night. And we just for like an hour, we, he just helped me with my homework for business class. And that was just like, like Singler is not just work. It's also, it's literally life. Like they helped me with absolutely everything. Like even my, just like a little business assignment they'll help me with. Just, yeah, that was so nice to, to have that. Well, it's great. I bet I bet you're not the only one thinking that you might end up in a management position at Single O. They might have their eye on you for that as well, Liam. I hope so, yeah. I know that one of the things that you do is work at the Carriage Works Market in Sydney on a Saturday. Tell me about that experience and, um, you know, is it about engaging with people? Is it about helping their day start off right? Tell, tell me what that's like for you. Carriage works for me, it's quite like it's different to in a cafe. Like we don't have proper like like it feels like we're going camping every single Saturday. Um so I really enjoy it for that reason. Um and everyone's just so nice. Like we we do a lot of coffee that day, but it's just a lot of different people, um, from like all different backgrounds and especially the storeholders I really enjoy because uh like me with coffee, they all have like a really intense passion for what they do. Um like it's just really nice to be around all of them. They're just very, like, motivated to do what they do. Um, and so, yeah, I just love love being around them. Uh, and I just meet a lot of different people. Like, last Saturday I met Chad Robinson, who wrote um, Tartine. And I think that was really cool because my mum bought me uh, the book Tartine. And, and I started making a sourdough starter from that. Um, and then we grew it every morning. And so it was just... Really cool to see Chad Robinson uh, and be able to serve him coffee. So, yeah, just wild that like people like that come every Saturday to Carriage Works. Oh, that's so great. I'm sure you're getting the sense that in the food and drink world, there are so many connections and overlaps. And yeah, people love to, I guess, introduce you to other people in similar fields. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, from that, like, this is not really Carriage Works. Um, but in a similar field, I really enjoy wine. Like I only have it with my godmother, but she lets me have some tasters sometimes when I go to her house in Tasmania. And um, I try to like taste it and then figure out the flavor note. And then she tells me if it's correct. So I'll taste and then she'll look at the flavor note on the bottle and I'll just try and figure it out, like figure out what it is. Um, like one time I was tasting, I was like, I was just trying to think, I was like, uh, grapefruit. Because it was like this dry, really intense acidity. And then it was grapefruit. And then she said there was one more flavor note on the bottle. And so I thought about it for a while and I said strawberry. It was strawberry, grape and, grapefruit and strawberry um, on this bottle of rosé. So it was just like, yeah, so interesting. Like coffee and wine, it's so similar. Yeah, that is so interesting. And I mean, a lot of people move between those worlds. So yeah, who knows what's in your future. Uh, is there something that's just so amazing that you've learned about coffee or making coffee over the past year that's just yeah really blown your mind mm -hmm. i think i said this in the last episode but i think it's just how many different jobs i could do like there's just so many like my mind is always changing but it's always in coffee there's just so many different jobs and i think that's just so interesting like and they all have a lot of value 
uh, in the industry. And I really like it because you're just around, surrounded by people all the time. Um, but yeah, I think I've decided I want to be like a commodities trader. So someone who trades commodities um, on the stock market. And I want to do it specifically with green coffee from coffee producing countries. Um, and so, yeah, it's just so cool that I can, there's just so many different jobs in it. Oh, that's so interesting because I know from, you know, stories I've written about coffee, uh, the whole idea of a crop being a commodity and this and it's traded in the future is uh, as futures. It's so it's so abstract, but it's it's so interesting. You know, you're obviously so into coffee as a material, as a substance, as something that, you know, can change someone's day, but then to also have this idea of working with it in this more abstract field, it's, um, yeah, really fascinating. I suppose you're proving your own point about there being so many different aspects to coffee. Oh, yeah, exactly. I think that's why it works out so well because I'm not – I wouldn't just be – like I really appreciate this, um, like this uh, produce. Um and so, yeah, it's not just business-minded, it's also just quality-focused. And I think I can combine the two. Wow, I would love to see that. And I reckon so many coffee farmers would love to see that as well. So, yeah, well, we'll keep going. Um, so, Liam, I have had quite a big step in my coffee journey since um, we last had you on the show, and that is that I now have a mocha master and I am loving the coffee I'm making in that. Um, what is your view of the Mocha Master? Do you now think I'm a better person for having one? I mean, I first my I first ever started making filter coffee with the Mocha Master at a bakery that I worked at in Berlin. So I really like them. We make something similar at Singular. Um, and I just love it because especially if you get really nice single origin coffee, just the best way to start the morning. Like I know Danny, who I used to work with at Carriageworks, he makes coffee with the Mocha Master every morning and Dion, the owner of Singular. So definitely like very popular way of making coffee. So Awesome. And what's your favorite coffee to start the day with? Um, it kind of depends my on my mood. Um, natural and washed coffee is quite different. I explain them natural coffee like red wine. So very heavy and very sweet. And what washed coffee is like white wine, very like crisp and light. So just kind of depends how I'm feeling like this morning I was very tired and so I just really needed to wake up so this morning I had a natural coffee from uh, Costa Rica um, at one of my favorite cafes Diggy Doos in Sydney um, and so yeah it kind of just depends on my mood but that's why I love coffee because it's never boring <laughs> totally how many coffees would you be having a day at the moment um it's hard to say in the cafe I'm just constantly tasting today I probably had like three um, so yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, congratulations on your one year anniversary. Uh, I feel like we're going to need to celebrate this every year in your long and exciting career. Um, I'm sorry to take you away from the school books for a little bit, Liam. I feel guilty, but thank you for making the time to have a chat to us. We really appreciate it. Oh no, I was so do that for this. Thanks so much, Danny. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. 
contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you.